Lawrence Carroll, and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. I'm the author of ETFs for the Long Run, Dividend Stocks for Dummies, and a contributor to Forbes.com and Barron's. Each week on Two Question Tuesday, we randomly pick and answer two questions from clients of Focus Wealth Management. This week's questions will be answered by Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth, and Michael Passante, the firm's Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? You all look Good morning, up. guys. Phil, Larry. Um, today's first question comes from John from Saigon, Vietnam. And he asks, now that recession is off the table, how high do you see interest rates going? Well, that's a really interesting question. Phil, would you like to get into another argument about where interest rates are going? <laughs> and, and first of all, I wouldn't say recession's off the table. We're in a recession by the technical definition. I know unemployment numbers uh, you know, might be better than expected, but everything I learned in Macro 101, 103, whatever it was, uh, we are in a recession. Go ahead, Mike, your question. Sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, it's actually funny because another one of my clients, uh, Scott from New Mexico, reached out to me <laughs> recently saying, well, there was one thing you were right about. It was that the government would change the definition of a recession after we were actually in one. So wanted to give him a little shout out on that. But so uh, one of the interesting topics that we have to look at is um, where are we going now that we've had these two consecutive negative quarters of GDP? Because I don't think the recession is, quote unquote, off the table because we're technically, I, I think it's going to be a bit sluggish for a while. Um, we were saying a couple of years ago that there was a lot of pent up demand coming out of that COVID period, and there was going to be a pretty material acceleration. I don't see that at this time period. The inflation numbers are still too high for the consumer to really get going. And simultaneously, when you have the consumer, which is 70% of the US economy in a really sluggish spot because the cost of everything is going up so much, it's not going to be like this hockey stick reacceleration. The one really positive part is that inflation is absolutely going to come down this month um, based off of commodity prices, whether it be lumber, uh, copper, corn. A lot of them have come down, with the exception of corn, um, to some of their pre-COVID levels now, especially lumber. And again, oil averaged $111 a barrel in June. It, it's it's below 90 now. So this is a situation where prices are starting to fall. So if prices begin to fall without material job losses, now we have said many times that this recession is not going to look like other recessions in the past. So it's likely that we could see some underlying strength in the economy with the job data and also going into recession at the same time, but not materially weak. So it's almost a Goldilocks scenario of prices start to begin to come down, but we don't lose jobs like we did in the financial crisis or during this COVID period. We have recovered all of the job losses throughout COVID, which is a huge positive. On Sunday, the Senate passed a $740 billion reconciliation package that includes provisions that increase taxes on large corporations, addresses climate change, and lowers prescription drug costs. Do you think this will have any effect on the market? So look, long term, um, first of all, I hate the name of the bill. Whenever the government steps in and then has the name of the bill that they're going to fight inflation means that this become a, we're going to mock this in a year or two when it sticks around. So that's a bad omen. But um, I think when you look at the aspects of the bill, uh, certainly uh, really um, you talk about, you know, the biggest companies and, and, and them having to pay taxes. And I think that's ultimately a good thing. I mean, we had the largest, tax, uh, largest companies in this country evading taxes for far too long. Uh, but when it comes to politics, you got to follow the money. I mean, this was dead, uh, you know, around party lines. 
Um, look, it's designed to fight climate change. Uh, the IRS gets $81 billion. I mean, I don't know where they're even going to find the people to hire, looking at these jobless numbers, uh, to, to fill all those roles at the IRS. Um, you know, trimming the federal deficit, obviously, is a good thing long term. Uh, cutting drug prices for Medicare recipients, hopefully, um, and looking at, um, you know, more at aspects under the Affordable Care Act. So all in all, you know, it's a big government spend. Um, I, I don't know where we're going to get the money from. I mean, although your taxes on some portions, uh, the carried interest, uh, which was a very, um, uh, very conflicted, uh, you know, vote and, and talked about idea through the years away, uh, that remained, that, that stayed, stays around. So um, I think enforcing the IRS rules uh, will increase revenue over time, uh, which ultimately is a good thing. Um, but, uh, you know, government's just getting bigger uh, right now and, uh, you know, hopefully it works out. I do like the climate aspects of this. I do like the tax incentives for renewables. I think there are some really good parts of this bill. So, again, if you follow where the money is in here, um, you know, I think you'll be OK. Uh, some of the larger companies uh, getting hit on taxes, uh, especially some of the large tech companies, um, it's about time. I mean, you know, you can't have companies uh, like Amazon and whatnot really paying zero or, you know, less than nine and 10 percent in an effective tax rate. That's really not fair. So um, let's see how it works out and let's see what the tax rolls like at the end of the year. What do yeah. I think it has markets? I think it's been priced in. Actually, I think when Biden uh, took office, this was probably priced in immediately uh, and cake. So now the unknown known. And uh, I think that the known is not as bad as people thought. I also think there's ways to make money around this, especially in renewable um, and companies. Once again, uh, you know, the, the best uh, will find their way around these rules and, and try to, you know, eke out profits in other ways. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I mean, like, look, last year we were talking about trillions of dollars, the, the yeah, size yeah. of this package. It, it, it It's not a great thing to try to combat inflation by spending more money. Well, if it's spent in the right places, it can certainly help. There's no question about that. And we do need to improve our infrastructure and utility grid. So I'm really happy that some of these numbers are going towards that. Um, and you're 100% right on the buyback thing, because a lot of these companies use that to avoid paying taxes in certain areas. And maybe it'll cause companies to raise their dividend payouts. Yeah. I mean, so all in all, give it time, but not as bad as what was anticipated, I would say, you know, two, two, uh, two and a half years ago. Yeah. Well, dividends, that would be a big boost. That would be really great if that happened. Anyways, that was great, guys. Thanks a lot. And um, if you'd like to submit a question, send it to our email address, which is question at twoquestiontuesday.com. And we'll be back next week.